Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 199, which means we are one away from 200. Yeah, <laughs> we are about to hit our we are about to hit our anniversary. Well, not even really an anniversary. It's just kind of like a a landmark. Yes. <laughs> a little uh a little uh let's see, a little sign in the road. Well, depending on when we put out the best of episodes that you and I are doing, I think we will end up with one out next week, late late next week, and maybe one the week after. So in about two weeks, approximately the second of the episodes, it'll be episode 300 overall for SLC Punkcast, the 300 episode. So it's like hitting two milestones in wow. within wow. two weeks. Hitting episode 200, but also actually hitting 300 total episodes for the punk cast. That's awesome. Yes. Like, yeah, it's like two uh, freeway exits. We'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you're going to want to hit both of them. Figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hit both of them at the same time. Believe me, it's possible. You just kind of have to go with it. Exactly. All right. Well, on this one, of course, we're going to play great music, a lot of new music, uh, as per usual. Still some metal picks. Uh, I have a lot of metal, so I've been debating on, you know, the first 100 episodes or first 99, as it were, episodes 1 through 99. Chris and I played like what we call Guilty Pleasures based off of that H2O track. And uh, it was anything, metal, whatever anything that really wasn't specifically punk. And, and then at 100 decided, all right, let's make it metal. And I've liked that a lot. And so I've been debating on going back and forth. And maybe after episode 200, even though I've got like six metal tracks I want to play still, like all kind of queued up for the next handful of episodes, anything, anything goes, we're going to wrap up the show. It'll probably still be mostly metal, but maybe on occasion, <laughs> mix it up, you know, I know Eric's going to have plenty of metal he is going to want to play and talk about on the show to wrap up the show. And oh, I've yeah. got quite a few, and I know I will still continue to come across uh, quite a few myself. So be on the lookout. After episode, I don't know how many. I mean, I say after 200, but officially it'll probably be like after 205 or so because I know I've got <laughs> a handful I want to do. And unless Eric changes up, what he normally does as well, it'll still be quite a few metal picks. But just so you know, we might change it up on you every now and again and throw something totally different in. Yeah. It'll be more of a free-for-all, although I do have quite a few metal tracks uh, uh, lined up. But, but yeah, we'll see which, uh, which order they come in. Excellent. Well, be on the lookout for that, everybody. We have... A bunch of new tracks that had recently come out. A bunch that came out on Friday. Friday was a really busy release day as well. A week after Bandcamp Friday. And still a whole bunch of stuff came out. Uh, on the 6th, Die Schwarzen Schaffe came out with System Relevant. And that is uh, a good one. 
I've been looking to listen to that. It's over on Rusty Knife Records Bandcamp if you want to go check it out there. Violent Way put out Violent Way EP. Uh, Jigsaw Youth put out uh, From the Mud demo. Stay tuned for more of that here coming up. That was on the 11th. Drones put out Our Hell is Right Here on the 12th. Also on the 12th, No Use for a Name put out Rarities Volume 2, The Originals. Rest Easy put out Sick Day. That's an EP on the 12th. Die Down put out Another Chance to Get It Right, single, and Die is spelled D-I-G-H. So I assume I said that correctly. I don't know how else you would say that, but uh, Die Down on the 12th. Original Sun put out Him for the Underworld single on the 12th, and I believe that is a part of a compilation here. I know they're on the compilation, and I should know better. Uh, I'll get that to you here in a second. Uh, Cutting Through also on the 12th put out A Will to Change on the 12th. World Domination Volume 3 Four-Way Split came out. We're going to talk more about that here early on in the show. Nightfall put out Gluttony. That is a single. Seven Generations on Valentine's Day. Seven Generations put out To to See the End. Blues Buster also on Valentine's Day put out a single, which is a cover from The Jam, and that was of Sounds from the Street. Uh, Nervous SS and Rat Cage will be putting out a a split. It's called Scopey versus Sheffield. Scopey being in Macedonia, Sheffield being in the UK. Uh, Very Paranoia putting out self-titled Very Paranoia on the 15th. Then, oh, still, Slovenians putting out Sinners EP. Then moving on to a new date, To the Helpless will be putting out Afraid of Yourself. That's a single. TNS Records Volume 4 will be putting out Cheap Cans, Broken Vans, and Basement Bar Bands. That's a compilation. Get out and check that out. It's a great name for a compilation there. I'm excited to see who's on it and what kind of good stuff we can be on the lookout for. Then the following week, No Effects will be putting out Single Album on the 26th. Blind Pigs will be putting out Lights Out on the 26th. Lake Town Records will be putting out Oi Boots Around the World Volume 1. And that will be on Lake Town Records and Liberty or Death Records is where you can find that. It, I think it's out on somewhere else too, but definitely go look out on those two labels for it. Mikey Erg, E-R-G, Mikey Erg is putting out a self-titled on the 26th. And Matilda Scoundrels is putting out a new EP called The Devil's Dues. Eric, did I miss anything, or is there anything specific you are looking forward to on that list? Well, there is some specifics that uh, are not on the list. Okay. (laughs) There is some stuff that came out. One is the uh, band Cutworm, who are an industrial, kind of noisy band, sort of in the same vein as The Body. They have an album called Ulster, which just came out on the 12th, just a few days ago. So if you're a fan of, like, a big noisy uh, body music just uh, coming into the background and then the hard ground and the foreground and the three ground (laughs) that's that'd be something for you they're they're pretty uh yeah they're pretty brutal i enjoy them uh there was another one that came out oh yes the my pick of today for uh new tracks the new uh the new single that came out on the 11th from jigsaw youth but i will talk more about that when uh time comes to pick the music <laughs> yeah um other than that there's just some uh i guess some stuff that's uh 
that is coming out, but some singles have been from a band called uh, Jarhead Fertilizer. They are uh, they're a they're kind of on the hardcore, kind of grindy power violence side. So it's a uh, oh yeah, it's pretty noisy. But they have an album called coming out called Product of My Environment. Okay, scheduled to come out. Yeah, scheduled to come out on the twenty sixth of this month. So keep an eye out for that. But they do have two songs out. One is uh, Silence the Narc and Baptized by Fire, both of which are just over a minute long. Okay. So yeah, that's a that's a good one if you're into the heavier side of uh, of a uh, dusty punk music and uh, hardcore music with some some pretty awesome tremolo picking and slamming riffs. Then that that will be for you. Excellent. Good stuff. Also, there. if you got a short attention span. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I want to point out. I looked up uh, that original son is that single is not specifically a single it's also on world domination volume three we'll talk more about that when we get to a track that we're going to play off there and then uh violent ways ep i said violent way it was i think it was originally scheduled to be released digitally on the 7th well it is now the 18th i was wondering like i i know i pre-ordered the digital version of this because the official release is going to be on march 1st but digital uh or vinyl pre-order and then digital release actually are on the 18th. So I think that must have got moved a little bit. But if you go to their Bandcamp page, all talk is available for you to listen to. There'll be three other tracks, plus you can pre-order the vinyl coming this week on the 18th. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, I want to point out uh, a, a couple things real quick. The Rejected SF played them a couple episodes ago. Uh, awesome band. If you don't remember, just rewind back. We're on 199. You don't have to go back too terribly far because we played Rejected SF on 196. They put out a self-titled uh, EP, not EP, LP, and it was released digitally a couple months back, as I talked about on that episode. Uh, you, I found it on Spotify. It's out on digital already, but I want to point out that the Rejected SF at therejectedsf.com, uh, the vinyl has now been released. So vinyl and CD format plus other merchandise. So go check out the Rejected SF. They're from San Francisco. If you don't remember, go check out episode 196. You can listen to a couple tracks, and then you're going to want to kick over to therejectedsf.com and check it out. Go look at and order vinyl, CD, whatever format you prefer. Eric, let's jump into this show with some new music. You're up first. What do yeah. you got? Well, as I said earlier, I have the new, one of the new tracks from Jigsaw Youth. Now, Jigsaw Youth, they are a lovely, lovely band from, uh, you know, from our, our friends in the East over from New York. They yes. are still cranking out some, some lovely, lovely punk rock. <laughs> these guys included they are uh yeah jigsaw youth they've been a bit on the noisier side a little bit on the uh irreverent uh fuzz guitar kind of a kind of a garage style it sounds it sounds like a 90s alternative rock more on the edge of grunge but damn it is it just aggressive <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the vocals in that are just so like they're just so punchy they are raw and uh, on one of the tracks uh their singer i I'm skipping on the name right now. She gets so low where it sounds like they have like a, a 
where it just sounds like it's a baritone voice. But then it kind of comes up a little bit, uh, about an octave, and it kind of stays that way. It's sort of the, you think of how uh, Brody Daly of the Distillers sounds, that's what she sounds like. Right, that's cool. But that the similarities end there, because uh, Distillers, they're still a bit more of that hypey 90s uh, punk rock. And and this one is definitely a lot slower. It's still sort of in the same vein as like a, your average Stooges or or Death or even Patti Smith. But anyway, Jigsaw Youth, they've been a bit, uh, I don't want to say inactive. I mean, as far as musically uh, musically concerned, yeah, they've, they've only got two albums under their belt, America's Sweethearts from 2017 and Sorry for the Distortion a year after that in 2018. Uh, their latest... Re- the next thing they released was just a single of Acidic Child that came out back in uh, 2019. And this is the first thing that they've uh, released since that. And that this, uh, I guess you can call it a single. It's an A-side and a B-side called From the Mud. And that's mud spelt as in puddle of mud. <laughs> so you don't know, two Ds. Two Ds with mud. <laughs> but, this is, uh, but this is light years ahead of uh, that. Uh, horrible, horrible music. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm just going to associate the double D mud with uh, Jigsaw Youth. And these guys, yeah, they have been musically inactive, but they've been active in like uh, uh, with the uh, Black Lives Matter movement. They've been uh, a lot of uh, the, social, the social movements and uh, I don't want to say exactly uh, protests or anything, but they've been active. It's showing their support with that. And also just uh, doing their uh, day-to-day jobs, anything that keeps uh, the income flowing. So they've been kind of, a, they've been kind of on an unofficial hiatus, but now they're getting back in. They find themselves in a position where they can start making music again. And we are forever grateful because the songs from, from the mud – one including Smother and the other including Zenith. And Zenith is the one I'm playing today. It's just a, it is a slammer. Sounds like it came from out of our atmosphere. And just, uh, and it's just kind of sequestered on earth a little bit. And it's just so full of, so full of rage and just so full of like power to say the least. So, so yeah, I built it up. Let's see if it properly presents itself. I know it will. (laughs) (laughs) Here goes.
That is uh, one of the newest tracks from the lovely, lovely Jigsaw Youth. They make such great music out of there. Also, I just looked him up. The name of the singer is uh, Maria Alvarez. Awesome. So, so yeah, she's also the bassist. No figure. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, it's it's a wonder. It's a wonder that she can hit that baritone because, well, she just became one with her instrument. <laughs> <laughs> say that <laughs> but yeah a lot of good but yeah just a full package for me great sound great distortion that isn't overly distorted drowning out the music but the noise is not oversimplified and exists in the same spot the lyrics are good the vocals are good they're just a damn good band nice to see a three pieces still exist in such with just such powerful output so, absolutely oh yeah that's Jigsaw Youth. Listen to them. They got they got a small discography, but it is worth every note. So go for it. Uh, excellent. Well, the next band, they put out a two-track single back in August. Uh, the band is The Uncouth. I really like this band. Had them on the show. Did an interview with The Uncouth back on episode 58, which came out at the end of July of 2018. So for anybody who wants to go check it out, uh, I don't go to all the places the show is at, but I assume all of the episodes are still there. And if all else fails, you can go to slcpunkcast.com and look up all these old episodes that you might not have uh, heard and we reference from time to time, like this one. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> uh, the Uncouth, great band. They're coming out of Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, they're on Teenage Heart Records. Go look at Teenage Heart Records. You can get the stuff on vinyl, including this two-track single. The single's called Casey Belongs to Me. Any Coxbar fans out there, you will have a really good idea of what this track is, what it is. Kind of, It's a, a cover-ish, <laughs> right? It's a, it's, a, it's a reference cover. Yes. But I can, I can only wonder which song. <laughs> hmm. Yes. So, uh, really cool. I like it. I mean, obviously, if you like Cox Bar and you like that song, you're going to like it. If you're in Kansas City or have an affinity for Kansas City, you're going to love it. So get out and check it out. But we're not going to play that track. We're going to play the other track on that single. And the other track on that single that came out August 14th of 2020, and that kind of flew under my radar. Uh, I just came across this not too long ago. It's not going to make my list because on my – best of list my criteria for eps is it had to be three tracks or more and this was only a two track so i didn't miss out on including it on my list but uh, i still missed out that it was there didn't even know it was there so i'm glad i came across it quite a few months late unfortunately but nonetheless we're going to hear a track on this episode this is sixth month skin from the uncouth here we go Don't want you around, we don't need you And there's no room in my town for a kid to say through Yeah, you think that you'll fit in You think it's a fashion You wanna be a script We'll play the tools You're the kind of kid who likes to see the smoke But not you with the fires Six months down, you'll be someone else But by now you're just a six months kid Six months kid, six months kid You'll be gone 
Skin. What'd you think of that track? Well, it's uh well it is a very good song, and I like that they're keeping the message alive, but that's the thing, it's like the message. We are still in an age where we have to tell people that this is not just a fashion choice, this is not just a this is not just a little decision, a little uh frill that we keep on our that we keep on our shoulders. It is a culture. It is a way of life it is something that we embrace fully absolutely it's not a way of life it's just our life you know absolutely so so yeah i love that there is a band out there still preaching the fact that you know you don't just come into a punk rock show and just have some fun it's just a little pastime thing it's just a quote-unquote phase you know you're just uh, <laughs> you're just you're just Eating the words that all the squares are putting into your mouth. The squares are like, oh, he's just going through his punk rock phase. He'll grow out of it. Right. Yeah, but, but, oops, here we are 20 years later. <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> like that, and then there's a lot like they talk about that are testing out new identities or however you want to describe it. Uh, y- you know, they'll fade in and fade out of this and probably numerous other things as they try to find a place. Either way, I like the track. I really like the uncouth, and as you stated, I'm glad that there's bands still putting tracks out like that, pointing it out, and it's definitely a track that uh, some people should probably hear at live shows. Maybe they'll, maybe it'll sit, sit in with them or something. <laughs> yeah, especially for those, uh, you know, the newcomers into the scene. They come in, and then they hear something like this. Well, now they're at a crossroads. Okay, am I going to just jump right into the scene and I don't care if I come out or should I just back out while I still have a chance? <laughs> and it's like, it's that thing. If you backed out of it, then you never were a part of it. Exactly. Absolutely. We got one more new track before we move on to some older, lesser known tracks. This band, Gummy O, great band here. We'll continue to play them. I appreciate Matt always reaching out, sharing the, the music of the band and, and keeping me up with the music scene over there in Korea. 
this band, Gummyo, if you have missed any of the other episodes here or on Punkanoi Worldwide where we've played them, they're from Seoul, South Korea. Matt, awesome. Thank you again for sharing this. I talked about this at the beginning of the show. World Domination Volume 4 was released on February 12th, so this past Friday. Gummyo from Korea, The Sinohearts from China, Old Wives from Canada, and Original Son from the U.S. That's why it's world domination, four bands, four different areas uh, of the planet, all on that episode. And that single that I was talking about from Original Son, Hymns for the Underground, uh, they released it individually themselves, but it's actually on that compilation, the compilation uh, being on vinyl as well. And if you would like a hard copy of that at this moment, the best thing is to reach out to those bands. So if you are in any of those specific countries or nearby those countries, it is best to reach out there. Currently, with the state of the world and uh, shipping things and uh, you know costs being raised, uh, the length of time to get those type of items might be a little less convenient if you're not in one of those areas. But nonetheless... They exist digitally, and before too long, hopefully that will exist so you can get your copy regardless of where you live. Gummyo, their track on there is called Kill Code. Awesome track. Uh, excited to play it here. Get out there. Look them up. Look up all these other bands. It is, you can go listen to all four of the tracks on their Bandcamp page right now, including this one, Kill Code. So let's check it out. Here is Kill Code. The band is Gummyo.
second lady vocalist on this episode so far. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> I gotta say, the uh, voice has a strong resemblance of that of the singer of 45 Grade. Okay. Yeah, actually, that whole uh, yeah, the whole presentation of it, I I can't stay, I can't uh, speak for their lyricism, because I I don't know, I'm really not paying attention to the lyrics on that one. I was more uh, flabbergasted by the guitar work and the drumming, but that it was the tone and the uh, vocal inflections, and uh, of course, just the way she sounds sounds pretty much identical to Forty Five Grave. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome comparison. Which if you if you love Forty Five Grave, then yeah, I I wager to say you would like a uh, Gumio. Yes, check them out. Check out that four way split, four way compilation there, World Domination Volume Three. Go follow those bands on their social medias. Go look up the Bandcamp page. You will find the easiest way to get yourself a copy, and you can already go get yourself a digital copy of those tracks. Cool bands. Already played all of those bands. Uh, actually, no, the Canadian band. Haven't played them before here on this show or the, the other show, uh, Punkanoi Worldwide. But we've played all the other ones. The uh, Hearts played them over on uh, Punkanoi Worldwide China episode not too long ago, like a couple months back. And Original Sun from L.A. played them a couple times, I think, on both shows. Uh, cool band. Definitely looking forward to checking out that track. And because I like the other three bands, I'm looking forward to checking out the Old Wives from Canada as well. Good stuff there. There we go. Eric. It's just a, yeah, it's just a lot of music to be looking forward to. It is. So get out there, check it out. Four-way, four tracks, one track each band. Eric, we're going to do some older, lesser-known stuff. What do you got? Well, I got... One of the first bands uh, in within the confines of Salt Lake City's punk scene, of which I was introduced to. Okay. Yeah, when I was yeah when I was a little boy and started uh, <laughs> going, I started going to uh, punk rock shows. I was uh, yeah, I thought that this was punk rock, the big stage and the big band names and whatnot, the Warped Tour icons, pretty much. And yeah, that is punk rock in its own right. But then I got introduced to oh, wait, I have some punk rock bands that are growing in my backyard. So maybe I should go check out some of these local shows, shows that were held on the floor, as the same floor as the audience was. People who were standing next to me in the crowd, I learned, are setting up for their, for their <laughs> set. Right. And that was just a, that was an eye-opener to me, coming from a, a thing like, wait, there's no backstage? <laughs> <laughs> so that was like, wow. This is pretty cool. I know someone in a band. <laughs> anyway, anyway, one of the bands that stood out to me was this one, which is called Problem Daughter. And I played this band on the show a little while back with their uh, uh, when their album, their latest album, Grow Up Trash, was first coming out. They were just releasing the new singles, and yeah, I got to. I got to splurge about them a little bit back then, but right now this this is an older track. This came out from their album uh, with "Open Hearts and Empty Hands," which came out just over a decade ago on January first, uh, not January, February first, twenty ten. <laughs> so yeah, these guys they've been a uh, they've been into the scene 
very consistently ever since then. Ever since, uh, I think they they formed in 2008 or 2009. I can't remember, but it was somewhere in the in the late end of the aughts. And and they are still going. And the uh, I just remember the first time seeing them, and you know, not not having been ex- not having been exposed to them in the past. I don't know the lyrics. I don't know what songs to expect. But everyone's having a good time, so that's what matters. Right. And and yeah, there was one specific song where they where they played it, and like everyone just jumped up to. Uh, uh, Regan, the bassist and singer, they jumped up to his microphone and everyone just kind of hogged the lyrics of that song. That song in question is the song Rebel. And yeah, that was the song that drew me in. That's what kept me, that's what kept me going, kept me excited for whatever these guys were going to release. And and yeah, they haven't released a disappointing track like ever. <laughs> There are just there are just some that I like more than others, and this is one of them. The first of which that I heard, and and yeah, I I don't really have much more to say about this track because this track just says everything so well. So here we are, Rebel from Problem Daughter. It hit the double digits last year, so here's a belated birthday present for it. <laughs> Bigger out from the bottom of us. 
Searching for that guiding light There was. Yep. So so yeah, that was my moment of where I was at the crossroads and I chose to dive in. I don't care if I come back up. I'm just <laughs> like, yep, I'm going in. This is this is my life now. <laughs> but yeah, that's a that is problem daughter and I love them. I love them so much. Uh mostly in the fact that they kind of like uh uh, kind of set my set the groundwork for my taste in pop punk because they refer to themselves as such, uh, kind of in the same way as like a Alkaline Trio is a punk a pop punk band, but these guys are much more they're much gnarlier. <laughs> <laughs> they get and yeah, so this set the standard. I'm like I'm not a huge fan of a lot of uh, pop punk music, at least not in the vein that everyone refers to it as. You know, you think of your average Blink 182 or your uh, or even Green Day or stuff like that. This is a this is the stuff that I relate to because it's not it doesn't even have like traditional song structure. You know, you don't have the verse, the chorus, the verse, the chorus, the bridge, and then the chorus again. It's a uh, it's catchy in their own way, and they just have like a loose songwriting style, and it's still so catchy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's. That's Problem Daughter. That's one of my favorite songs from them. More to come from uh, my end on those guys, because I honestly think they are I honestly think they ought to be talked about more. Awesome. Well, sounds like we're going to be doing that then. Yep. Yes, we are. Even <laughs> if I'm the only one even if I'm the only one talking about them, so be it. As long as somebody is. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely a good band. I, I really like their last release. I remember when we played that Good stuff. Yeah. I like it. The yeah, yeah, they got quite a few good releases, some of which are only available on their Bandcamp, not on Spotify or Apple Music. It's only uh, this particular album, only on Bandcamp. Okay. Well, yep. everybody knows where to go get it now. You got to go to Problem Daughter's Bandcamp page if you want to hear the rest of that album, which a few of their tracks are just download for free, and then the rest is download uh, the whole as the whole album. So you can get a couple tracks free where they won't even let you pay for a couple yep. individuals and if you like the whole thing you can throw them a bone or two yeah throw them a couple of c notes there you go <laughs> <laughs> or o notes i don't care <laughs> i don't give a hoot <laughs> right good stuff well yeah, on bandcamp so, just listen <laughs> right on bandcamp i came across this particular band that i'm going to play here uh older lesser known uh, probably both. This particular album came out uh, about seven and a half years ago. The band is the Y.I. Ottas. Ottas. The Y.I. Ottas. Y-I-Ott apostrophe T-A apostrophe S. The Y.I. Yes. The Y.I. Ottas. I came across them a couple weeks back. Uh, the album for the drunks was there. I think it was eight tracks, seven or eight tracks, somewhere in that range. Uh, really cool. I liked it. I thought, shit, yeah. I hadn't heard of these guys before. They're from New Jersey. Definitely got to check them out, which I did. Picked up the album there on Bandcamp for the drunks. So get out there. You can check it out, too. The Y.I. Otters. We're going to sample the track here. 
Armageddon. So enjoy Armageddon from the Wyatt Otis. It was tough. There was a handful of tracks. Couldn't pick the one I wanted, uh, you know, the one I wanted the most, I guess. I, I didn't know which one I wanted the most, so I didn't pick the one I wanted the most because I can't figure it out. So I settled on this one. So here we go. Armageddon from the Wyattas. You know what it sounds like, but then they just have those little uh, rock and roll guitar solos in there, and it's like, okay, this would be if uh, Motorhead retracted back more on their punk rock side. <laughs> right, cool oh, stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, I like it. the The title track for the Drunks really good. Uh, a lot of cool tracks on there. I had a hard time picking which one I wanted to play. But I really like it. You should get out there and check them out on Bandcamp. I don't know if they're very active. Uh, they do have a Facebook page, which we'll get to at the end of the show. But I didn't find anything on Instagram. So I don't know how 
terribly active they currently are, but nonetheless, get out there and check them out. Eric, let's do some great cover-to-cover albums. What do you got? Oh, I got a, I got an album to help, uh, to help suffice for the both the punk rockers and the metalheads right here. Awesome. This is one of the, this is one of the new wave of crossover bands that has hailed throughout the 2000s and also the 2010s. Well, mostly the 2010s, but this is a, this is one, one band that started out as, as a side band for two of the members of Municipal Waste. A lot of us are familiar with Municipal Waste, just hardcore party thrash punk, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, and Iron Reagan, yeah, this is the band, Iron Reagan. They, they exist sort of in the same fashion, you know, but the main difference is their songs are shorter. They're a lot shorter. Right. <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of the same yeah, the same way you can consider Municipal Waste a bit closer to Slayer as opposed to Iron Reagan. Iron Reagan is a lot more closer to uh, DRI, in okay. my opinion. So yeah, they still, but yeah, they still walk that fine line of being a punk rock band or being a hardcore band. But I don't know. I've seen Municipal Waste and Iron Reagan at punk rock bowling, so it's, uh, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> This is what labels do to people. They confuse people. So I'm not going to worry about the label here and focus on Iron Reagan being a totally awesome band. And they are right out of the gate with their first album, Worse Than Dead. That was a that was a killer record. It's, uh, funnily enough, not available online, at least not in, uh, well, at least not in Apple Music or Spotify. There are subsequent albums, Miserable Failure, no, not Miserable Failure, Tyranny of Will. And uh, and the uh, Church of something. I am forgetting a lot of <laughs> names here. Crossover something. I I don't know. I reviewed pretty much all of their uh, all of their albums under under the scope of Slug Magazine. So let me see here. Iron Reagan, Tyranny of Will, and the Crossover Ministry. That's what it's called. Okay. So yeah, all three of these albums are good in their own right. And yeah, I really don't, I really don't hate any of them. I really don't dislike any of them. They are, it's still got the same sound, still got the same energy and still got the same sense of humor, which is Beavis and Butthead lowbrow humor. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they still got a lot of, uh, they still got a lot of clever lyrics, a lot of clever, uh, Kind of in the same way how uh, No Effects is very tongue in cheek and parody and parody even themselves. Iron Reagan does that, uh, does that too. Uh, but yeah, they are just absolutely, they are just a lot of fun. You know, awesome. what can I say? Metal can be fun. And, and yeah, I'm going to stop beating around the bush here. The first song I picked was one of the hits that came out from this album that is still a live staple in their set to this day Cycle of violence it is it is heavy it is thrashy it's got some great little uh downstroking riffs that just kind of get people doing the little uh judas priest uh back and forth thing you know <laughs> they're all they all they're all standing in a line ian glenn and kk just like holding their guitars in sync doing a little uh <laughs> if if you look up a video you'll see it but that's what the riff reminds me of in Cycle of Violence. So try to try to resist uh, swaying back and forth, shoulder to shoulder when that chorus comes in, because it's it's difficult. But let's see what we've got. Let's play it. <laughs> 
can almost see it, can you? Almost. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Cycle. Violence. Uh, it's just instilling images of, of, of high tops, the high top Adidas, some skin tight jeans, big poofy long hair, all <laughs> engaging in a giant circle pit. <laughs> oh God, I miss those days. But anyway, but yeah, Iron Reagan, they're one of those bands that I've seen live a dozen times and I will never get tired of it. Awesome. Same thing with same thing with Municipal Waste. I've lost count of how many times I've seen them. And and yeah, they just put on the funnest of all metal shows. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you can honestly hear why. It's hypey. It's, you know, it's getting a lot of uh, rage and aggression out. But at the same time, we love to drink and we love to laugh. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, again, it's that same kind of Beavis and Butthead mentality. We love to laugh. We love to just uh, fuck with each other. <laughs> but anyway, we'll, uh, we'll move on. Uh, I mentioned earlier that Iron Reagan, they consist of, they compile a lot of songs that are, yeah, they're short, but they're shorter than Municipal Waste songs. Municipal Waste, uh, yeah, they range about from two to three minutes. You know, it's still, they're still fast. They're still thrash. They still, like, uh, don't overstay their welcome too much. But Iron Reagan has more songs per capita, we'll say, that are, that are under a minute and a half long. And that's where the uh, other song comes in right here, Snake Chopper. Yes. Yep, Snake Chopper is a wonderful, a wonderful little ditty that, that comes in, comes out. It is, uh, it may just be a very fast song, but you notice when it comes through. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, uh, you know, you just like build up to a very good fight. You, th- you have everybody over at your house to watch the pay-per-view fight. MMA, let's see how long this fight's going to go. And it only lasts two rounds. Right. Yep, it punches so fucking fast and so fucking hard that, <laughs> yep, it really didn't need to stay much longer. <laughs> That's awesome. But this is actually worth the price of what you would pay. Excellent. So, here's Snake Chopper. Just that fast. Yep. Snake chopper. Okay. We know <laughs> we are aware of your existence now. <laughs> so yeah, there there is Iron Reagan and more than just the and more than just the reference to their name, both in the political spectrum and in the metal spectrum, they are keeping the eighties alive. Awesome. <laughs> yes, they are. Yep, for better or for worse, sometimes that's that's all you need is like nostalgic sounding thrash stuff to just <laughs> exist in modern society. Right. And it's and it's been doing them pretty well. 
Look at all the fans they've uh, garnered. Look at all the places they've been. Look at how long they've been a band for. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, there's some Iron Reagan for you. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going across the spectrum in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, good stuff. I, I'm going to go on a completely different direction for my album. Uh, a band that I, I noticed uh, by social media w- when they came about. Look forward to their uh, first tracks. A lot of cool bands come from Kentucky. This band, Defiant State, comes from Kentucky. They had a great logo done. Uh, looks very similar to ours. Maybe you should uh, check out Jeff Holtgren. Just a quick side note there. <laughs> uh, the logo for the band, or specifically here for the album, which is called Broken Hearts, Broken Bones. Good stuff. There's a lot of really good tracks on there. Again, another one that I had a tough time picking, and that's why it made it into the great cover-to-cover album. It is new. came out just this past November. It's November 22nd of 2020. You can find it. Bandcamp, iTunes, Spotify, and all that at this moment. They formed as a band in 2019, so they are a new band. This track right here, had to play this one. It's called Liners and Shaders. I think you're going to be able to figure this one out. Uh, Here we go. The band is Defiant State. Oh! 
Had to play that one. Yeah. Yet another track that uh, exemplifies the cultural aspect of our scene. <laughs> Absolutely. And for that reason, had to play it. Uh, you know, when something affects you in such a positive way, in a great positive way, and, and then you put it out there for everybody to hear, everybody should hear it. And I think they did a great job. That's a cool track. And so I had to play that one. Uh, yeah. It's a good one. And we're going to play one more because it really is a cool album. Had a hard time. I was going to play that one regardless. This one won out over the handful of others I was debating on. And this track right here is Pressure. It's a cool track. Get out there. Check out Defiant State. Again, the album is called Broken Hearts, Broken Bones. Here we go with Pressure. Pressure, the band is Defiant State. Cool stuff there. I like that album. I did kind of half expect the song Pressure to be a cover of the 32nd track of Negative Approach. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but what, that regardless, 
I was not disappointed. That was a good one. It I can see why one. you chose it out of yes. all the others. Yes, it's a good one. Uh, for anybody who hasn't heard of that band, hasn't heard that album yet, get out there and check it out. You can go find it, like I said, on all those digital platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Bandcamp, all of them. Go check them out. They are from Kentucky. Eric, it's that time. We're going to wrap up the show with some metal. Oh, yes. Some metal. I chose this one specifically because in a, in a couple of days, it will be my lovely, lovely girlfriend's birthday. Awesome. She'll be turning 27. Yep. And I am, and yeah, I decided to uh, display a song as like a sort of present from the podcast. And it is a song that reminds me of her. And I hope she isn't listening. <laughs> all right she's not listening but i'm gonna i'm gonna try and make this quick because i don't want her to uh cover her ears for too long it is the song by the lovely metal band the uh seventh largest economy in the world death clock oh <laughs> uh, yes i want i was thinking do i be total just be totally uh oblivious to the fact that they have so many great songs, and one of them is a birthday song called "Birthday Death Day." I'm like, yeah, that would be a fu- that would be funny, but I've done that way too many times for other people. <laughs> Besides this, uh, this certain track reminds me of her because this is her favorite Death Clock track. One, because it's an awesome it's an awesome song. It has a lot of it has a lot of great chugging riffs. It has a lot of good it has a lot of good funny lyrics. I mean, the whole, uh, the whole idea of the song is funny. It is literally the song that is a conjunction of the words mermaid and murder. Hence, <laughs> mermaider. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. It be, it's, uh, it's just really funny. It's just outlandish, the fact that that's where, they get, that's where you go on a song. There are no fingerprints deep underwater. No one can tie you to a crime. <laughs> and then just lists off what you'll need to... Uh, they can crocked the perfect murder of the sea. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, it's my it's Johnny's favorite track, and I had to, and I was like, you know what, I need to play a Death Clock song in my metal pick because I, I love them too. Why not? <laughs> That's awesome. So so I made I made this decision all the all the better. So here is Mermaider or Mermaid Mer- Murder, whatever you want to call it. This is for you, Johnny. I love you. Happy birthday. And just remember, die, go into the water. Check, check, 
Shawnee, my lovely mermaid. Yes. <laughs> Happy yeah. birthday. Yep. And also, I'm segueing this into a uh, shout out. She too is on a podcast. Awesome. Yeah. She's on a uh, simply just called Wrecked Podcast. And it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a loose podcast. They just go over uh, weird stories, weird news articles they come across and they exchange stories. And it's just a, it's loose. It's a lot of lowbrow humor, a lot of really funny story, a lot of really funny stories. You kind of have to have a, uh, I don't know, you have to be adjusted to sick humor, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but she's on that with uh, uh, with a few other people, one of which is uh, Des Troy, lead singer of Disengaged. And also we were on his other podcast, the Assault City Circle Pit, where he interviewed Anonymous. Awesome. So, so yeah, there's some uh, there's some shout outs there, despite the fact that Des wants to start a feud saying that Assault City Circle Pit is the better punk rock podcast. And I go, no, SLC Punk Cast is the better one. All right. <laughs> I guess we have a feud then. So Awesome. Didn't even know he had a feud. This is the first feud then for the show. <laughs> yep. It only took to nearly episode, not quite, but nearly episode 200 or 300 nearly <laughs> 300 episodes but finally finally a feud finally we have some rivalries <laughs> and, yeah and on top of that des how many episodes you got huh how many episodes how long <laughs> you been doing this <laughs> what was the last episode that came out oh two months ago well looks like we're ahead of the curve <laughs> <laughs> winning <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right balls in your court now buddy what Vengeance will you throw on us. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. What's the second metal track that we have? Second and final metal track of the episode is more of an experimental band, but I think on this particular album, especially with the people that they had participate on this album, uh, it definitely fits in the metal category. So the band is Mr. Bungle, and I will say that every time I hear it or see it or want to say it, I always want to say Mr. Bunghole. Speaking of <laughs> Beavis and Butthead humor. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> a couple of themes tie this episode together. So, but what better theme than that? <laughs> yes. And not, it's not Mr. Bunghole, though that's what I want to say. It's Mr. Bungle, which they named it after like some 50s uh, kid, children's something or another that also appeared on. Like an HBO's Pee Wee Herman something or another too. I'm like I'm not too familiar, but that that's kind of the history of that. This particular band started back in 1985. It is a band that Mike Patton started, and if you're familiar with Mike Patton, or if you're not, uh, Faith No More. He's also singer Faith No More. Uh, mm -hmm. Other bands as well. Uh, I think it was like Tomahawk. Am I am I remembering that right? It's a cool band. Uh, I really like that. I actually played them on the show, like in the early editions of the show. I really like Faith No More. Great, great band. Mike Patton's awesome. But on this particular album, which is the first album to be released in over 20 years for Mr. Bungle, 
is actually a uh, re-recording of their first self-released demo tape uh, from back in 1986, and it's called was called then the Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny demo. And so this is a re-recording, and on the re-recording, uh, Slayer drummer Dave Lombardo and uh, Anthrax guitarist Scott Ian are involved with this recording. So I think it fits as far as metal goes. You can decide what you think after this track. They just released the re-recording of all of this back in October, October 30th of 2020. I came across this, familiar with the band, hadn't heard their original demo, and so these tracks were new to me, but obviously re-recorded. The track that we are going to listen to is called Erasist. Not racist, but Erasist. So here is Mr. Bungle off of the Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny demo, and the track is called Erasist. Stop sniffing in the cup, but you're racing, erasing. 
was erasist from Mr. Bungle. And again, not Mr. Bunghole, uh, just Mr. Bungle. <laughs> <laughs> I need some Mr. for my Bungle. <laughs> that is right. Uh, I, liked, I like it. I think it was cool. And just so everybody knows, I did not do anything to the song in the middle of the song. I'm sure everybody heard it. I didn't speed it up. It's all the same song. It wasn't two different songs. That's all one song. It's just the same song, okay? <laughs> well then, that's quite a that's quite a jump on that one, wasn't it? <laughs> it was it was crazy. It was yeah. just a, a transition, and you're like, it might, "What happened? I didn't switch songs, did I? Is this still the same yeah. song?" <laughs> yes, it was still the same song. Everybody. Yeah, man, it went from Satan to Santa in yes. just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I really love, really love that one. And yeah, that was a hell of, that was some hell of uh, drumming and soloing right there. Right. That, uh, yeah, that's Scott Ian. That guy is omnipresent. Yes. He's in, he's in everything. Yes, he is. He's, yeah, outside of Anthrax and Stormtroopers of Death, he's also doing the damn things. He is one of the guitarists in Brian Pesane's band when he makes music. And now, Mr. Bungle. <laughs> I believe on Mr. Bungle, on this album, they did a cover of a Stormtroopers of Death track, too. You'd have to look it up. I forget which one it was. Well, obviously, it wasn't this one. But uh, I believe they did a cover there as well. So get out there and check it out. Mr. Bungle and the Wrath, or the Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny demo is what the name <laughs> of it is. All right. Good. Let's wrap this up. So good. Uh, find yes. us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, SLCPunkGas.com, and probably other places. You found us somewhere. You can find us a lot of places. That's all we're getting at. You can also find all these bands on Instagram at Jigsaw Youth Band, at The Uncouth KCMO, at Gummyo underscore Punk, at Problem Daughter, at Iron Reagan Official, at Defiant underscore State, at Death Clock underscore Metal Metal. Metal Apocalypse. There we go. <laughs> I want to say Metal Apocalypse, but nope, it's Metal Apocalypse. Uh, at <laughs> Mr. Bungle Official, and the show is at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? I am over on the Instagram page at Scary Uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. Um, my band is also on the Instagram as well as Facebook. We're at Anonymous Band uh, Anonymous underscore Band Official. And our Facebook is Anonymous Band SLC. And our Bandcamp is anonymousslc.bandcamp.com. And yeah, you can uh, head on over to at Sagan's Youth as well. That's where I post some writing and uh, musical reviews on there. Been trying to uh, be more consistent with that uh, within the new year. But we'll, uh, we're still, still trying to iron out some creases there, but it's still there. It still exists. If you like to read, go ahead. <laughs> He's working on the traction. He's going to get some traction. All right, Facebook. The bands are at Jigsaw Youth Band, at Uncouth, The Uncouth KCMO, at Gummy O Punk, at Problem Daughter, the YI Ottas have a page. Again, that's the Y.I. Space, Ott, apostrophe TA, apostrophe S, the YI Ottas. There you go. Grammar school. For yes, punks. exactly. <laughs> At Iron Reagan, at Defiant State, at Official Death Clock, at OU818. That's the letters OU numbers 818. And that is for Mr. Bungle, 
I had to double check to make sure I had the right Facebook page, but it was at OU818. And at SLG Punkcast is the name of the show. Happy birthday to Shawnee, Eric's significant other. And stay tuned to the next episode for our ongoing feud. <laughs> yep, it is ongoing. It may just be a few days old, but it is ongoing. Yes. It might be news to me as of like 15 minutes ago, maybe 10, but it is ongoing, so stay tuned on the next episode for that yeah. one. Yes, for that one. Maybe I'll even, uh, maybe when the episode with uh, with the anonymous interview I'll, comes out, I'll have to plug it. But do I really want to bring that much attention to him? Yes. <laughs> because by, by extension, that'll bring more attention to my band. Absolutely. Uh, it's good stuff. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show? Episode 199. Next one is episode 200, everybody. We are not planning anything special because why? All the other ones were great. This one, next <laughs> one's going to be great as well. That's all. Right. Yes. Yeah, the only uh, the only special thing we will be doing is the, uh, the in-betweener episode. So not exactly SLC Punkcast, but... We're doing a little side thing where we talk about the uh, best albums and EPs that came out last year. Yes. Because, and yeah, some of you, some of you know our picks if you've been listening uh, the last few months, really. Right. Because we've been, uh, yeah, we've been kind of plugging them, just saying, yeah, this was a great album of last year, and one of my favorites, and it might be on the list. It may not, but yeah. But now you get to list, just look out for those episodes and any questions that you have had about what we think are the best albums of all time within the last 365 days, <laughs> <laughs> then they will be answered in the next uh, episode or two. Right. Everything that, everything that I think is the best, everything that Dustin thinks is the best, we will have them. Absolutely. Be on the lookout. Those are coming. One of them should be next week and one probably the week after is what we're looking at. So be on the lookout for those, plus episode 200, plus the 300th episode, plus anything else that comes up, like new feuds or uh, whatever else, you know. Until the next one, let's get it on. Play the fucking outro. Outro.